Okay. Happy holidays, all you melon farmers. We are back for another episode in the Christmas movie countdown. This is episode 21. Man, we are almost there. Almost 25. Y'all got four days. Better get fucking to it with your shopping. If you haven't already, you ain't getting those Amazon orders. Sorry about it. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I can see the countdown on Amazon. They're like, yeah, this will get here before Christmas. Maybe. Yeah, this is in January 8th. I'm like, God damn. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's what happens when people. When you <laughs> wait till the last minute. I will say Amazon makes it a lot easier to get stuff. But I digress because this, this movie is nothing about Amazon. Um, this is another. It's not really a genre of of an unlikely person gets to be part of the whole Santa situation. Like Santa Claus is like the biggest one like that. Um, I know there's probably other films is like, I don't want to do this job. You're like, Well, you'd be pretty good at it, I guess. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of movies where it's like, I don't know, kind of elf-ish. Like he was a human and he was all in like santa's world true like a it's the the idea of a human working in santa's workshop or being part of santa's whole thing is odd but it's like a whole genre of films <laughs> yeah of christmas films because somebody just confused about everything but uh the cool thing about this movie that we watched is called santa's little helper it is wwe's foray into christmas films um i can't think of another Wait, you one said the cool thing the cool thing about this i mean this the, wwe the interesting thing <laughs> about this <laughs> wwe so i can't think of another christmas film they've done i think they have done something else christmasy i don't know they did that halloween one though that's like oh with the new day with yeah, the new day and the undertaker fun. yeah and they've done two films with scooby-doo um that's amazing and the miz the 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 lead actor of this movie has done like 17 marine films so uh they've just about every genre they've dipped into and done something in it so they're trying to find what sticks oh they've done horror films they had kane yeah so he was a he's, he's gigantic and scary to begin with so just, wwe studios was the scorpion king what i had no idea i mean scorpion king's pretty good i mean that makes sense <laughs> it's the rock yeah, yeah, that makes a lot like, of sense. I just didn't know it was them. Before he was Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that movie's fucking good. It's like the was, best one, probably. I assumed it was just the mummy people. Yeah. Dang. Damn, that's a good one. But uh, if you don't know anything about Santa's Little Helper, this film, it is uh, this Scrooge of a man. Uh, he's He's all about... Uh, shutting down situations, firing people. He's the the corporate hatchet man. Is, He's a uh, dick. Definition. Um, He's a bro and a dick. Yeah, he gets the the script flipped on him, and he's like, "What do I do?" And he actually gets recruited to do um, have a really cool job. Uh, an elf talks to him, and she doesn't tell him that it's to be Santa's like right hand man because no one would believe you. If someone came up to me is like, you want to work for Santa? I'm like, I'm calling the cops. So you can get, get out my face. Away sir. from me. You got my face, you dirty old bum. I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> like, don't don't come back. Just don't come back. Stay with her. Go away. You're creepy. Yeah. Uh this movie, it's it's all right. I've seen worse. I have seen worse movies. So uh but it's up there. But you get to see 
uh, Mike, Ms. Mazanin, uh, he was a, uh, what's the word? What's the word, Greg? Before he was a wrestler, what was he? Reality. He was a reality yes. TV star. Yeah, he was a reality star. And the main thing he said when he was on TV is like, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be so famous. I'm going to be a wrestler. And then he fucking did. Oh, it. was he on like Real World or some shit like that? Real World back to New York. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to be specific. And he was calling himself the Miz at the time. That's hilarious. Yeah, he's been and amazing. Good job manifesting your life, bro. I'm telling you. That's man. some Tom Holland shit right there. Well, he um he. He was also in addition to obviously once you once you're on Real World you get to then do like the challenge stuff. Yeah, he was on a season of Real World Road Rules Challenge. That was uh, a good show. I think, he, I think he was on the season where the Real World crew won the final challenge for the first time, and there was a big prize with the final with the final challenge. Oh shit! And he used that money to go to wrestling school, I believe. That's dope. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. So he is the main character, and then. The foil of the film, the heel, the, the dirty old heel is actually is paid. So Soraya Jade is her real name, named after her mom's wrestling name. So um, the movie Fighting With My Family, it's pretty good to see just the background of her life. But uh, Paige is awesome. Uh, I know Greg. Greg loves him some Paige. I love me some Paige. She's absolutely amazing. Um one of the first, well, she was the first NXT just women's champion. She held that bitch for almost a year. And like I was telling Katie, she is part of the new wave of women wrestlers that weren't that fine with fighting and pudding and showing off their puppies to everybody. Uh, part of the ones that could actually wrestle and look great, you know, not just be, you know, like, oh, I was a model before this. Hey, we'll, we'll teach you how to do a bulldog out there and you won't kill yourself, maybe. But she was actually an accomplished wrestler and looked amazing. So that was a bonus. But yeah, she's part of that wave um, that still right now, there are amazing women wrestlers out there. You know, Bianca Belair, she looks great and can fucking pick up anybody. Uh, but no, it's it's really cool to see that wave of women because I grew up seeing all the, the not so good wrestlers with the big old boobs and stuff. So it's cool to see women that can actually wrestle and hey, look China amazing. Hey, wrestle. She could, but yeah, one out of like China was a beast. Fifty. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she was the only one anyone was paying attention to, anyways. Well, until Stacey Keebler and all of them came up. But I digress. Um, this movie was fun for me because it mixes just wrestling and me talking about movies. I'm not like I said. I'm not the biggest Christmas movie fan. He lies. But there are some He's good Christmas really films. Into it, guys. Yeah, there's some good ones out there. But I always love you can when tell, Otis has been hosting a lot of these this month. <laughs> um, he says he doesn't like Christmas movies, but he's lying. Yeah. But it's, it's always fun to see, you know, the, like any type of wrestler pops up. It's always really fun to see. So uh, we'll get through this story. It goes by kind of quick. It's only 91 minutes, but we'll get through it and talk about it. And- Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that unhappy voice you hear. Hey, it's Sarah. You hear her all the time on here. And then also old Greggy in the back. <laughs> yeah, we're at the Greg show. Yeah, this is Greg show. You know. I need to get a bass and just <laughs> just dick around. Just fiddle something out. Long <laughs> voiceovers, very white style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen a uh, "Can't Get Enough of Your Love" without us getting sued? Come up with new lyrics. <laughs> I love you, girl, <laughs> and I want to marry you. I'm like, oh, that sounds like very white. No, no, it's not. It's just great. It's close enough. <laughs> 
it's technically not Barry White. So, um, like I said, Dax, it's the Miz. He would have a name like Dax. That sounds very douchey. Like Katie said, he's a greedy douche ball of a guy. Um, they call him Dax the Axe. And so his job at this like corporate business is to just fire people and go places and be like, yeah, this is shut down. Quit this shit. So he he's to shut down businesses that aren't paying their rent and mortgage. Yeah. He's basically a he's foreclosing on people. Yeah. Uh, so he's the good one that he's the best at just telling people that they're gone and stuff. He, he enjoys it, revels in it. So we see that he is going to a community youth center a couple days before Christmas. And he is very excited to pop into this one and tell them they haven't been paying their money and their rent and stuff. And he's like, yeah, y'all gonna get the fuck out of here. He's very happy about it. And we see a little bench and it's got his name on it. And it's like back in what, 98. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, he has some type of situations with it so he heads back to the company after you know telling them they need to get the fuck out in a couple days and then we find out that he gets fired and it was like a uh someone says that they can do dax's job in their job and for cheaper and so they're like well we're gonna fire you and he's like what are you talking about man i'm like the best person you got he's like yeah but no one likes you so (laughs) we're just gonna get you out of here so miz is ready to swing on his boss and he hits the security guy in the face and gets his ass whomped and kicked out. And we find out that he's been kind of living beyond his means. I, I assume all corporate people kind of have fancy things, but the second they lose their job, I'm like, oh, I'm broke, y'all. <laughs> it's like, I don't got money for this. Um, so he, he, loses. Get, he, he gets whomped, but there's no visible signs of the whompage. Like he doesn't have a split lip or black eye or anything. <laughs> like right, he right. comes out of it with a bag of peas on his head and he's fine. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. I mean, he's a tough-bodied person. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a tough-bodied person. You want to look what she's doing? I'm sorry, our cat's just... We hear rustling in the background. We can't see her. I assume she's in a bag just dancing. But, uh, but yeah, loses his girlfriend, loses his house and his car. It was a company's car, but he had a license plate that said Dax on there. So we go to the North Pole, a very nice North Pole, and then look that snowy, and it looks like a nice little house that they rented out for the weekend. But we're at this, the North Pole, and Santa Claus is looking to replace Santa's little helper, the second in command. And um, those elves, uh, so they explain that elves come in different sizes. This is just their excuse for not having a lot of, you know, elf-sized people which I, I get it you know this movie probably ain't that expensive so like hey let's just get some normal sized people maybe a little bit smaller everybody you're like five something cool come on over here you're gonna be an elf in this movie and we'll cover your ears so they don't know that they're not pointy or the round so uh but Santa's looking to replace the now second in command because he's been doing the job for over 200 years and he's he says that he's he doesn't know if he can do the job so unfortunately the daughter of the second in command believes that the job should be hers because it's the whole like oh my dad did it and i've you know been here this long and i understand how to do it so it should just be mine and hey it's Paige, and she's very what'd you say katie eleanor eleanor the grumpy elf the grumpiest elf yeah that should be a book no the bitchiest elf (laughs) bitch yeah santa calls her the grumpiest elf. elf Yeah, Santa calls That's me that at the book end. That I'm gonna write, Eleanor yeah. the bitchiest elf. She's, nope. just, she's just the grumpiest. 
Yeah. Oh, is she using the new scratching post? Yeah, I put it on her on the couch next hey. to her. Yay. Bella doesn't like scratching posts sometimes. She likes to just go onto the couch. So it's <laughs> growth. I'm very pr- I'm very proud of her. So um Santa believing that maybe the North Pole could use someone that isn't really from here, maybe a human influence. And everybody's like, oh a normie. How dare you, Santa? Santa, That's fucking weird. What are you talking about? Uh, He has Billy, one of his close elves. Um, She has the debilitating disease of having round ears. Like I said, it's just... Well, disease? It was just a birth defect, dude. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Debilitating. Genetic abnormality. Yes, I'm sorry. Not a disease. (laughs) A birth defect that rounds her ears out. And apparently, well, Eleanor, no one else messes with her about it but eleanor is like hey brown deer get out because of here. eleanor is the bitchiest elf yeah she's just she's just a grump for everything so billy she's is- a grump and, and except for when she's using her pointy ears all weirdly seductive <laughs> <laughs> that was such an awkward moment Ugh, the illusion of yeah. <laughs> when your page come up and they're like hello but mm. any billy is going to task dax so santa has just chosen dax this down and out person to be the new second in command so billy has to go down and work dax through the ringer with all these challenges and different things to find out if he is the right person for the job santa believes he is so she's like well let me just give him a shot so uh the next i don't know 30 40 minutes of this movie is billy tasking Dax with different things like walk into a biker bar and tell them that hey I hit one of your bikes I'm sorry can we talk about this without getting physical it instantly gets physical and Dax is trying his best not to die and hey the bartender is actually his wife it's Maurice and she punches him in the face Uh, I thought that was really cool and moment of the movie yeah right Uh, we see Dax dress up like a monkey and he works at a Chuck E. Cheese for the day and he uh, is the Something dancer. Like a Chuck e. Cheese. Yeah, it, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Look kind of like Discovery Zone on the inside, but Discovery Zone! Discovery Zone in 2015. Yeah, might be abandoned. We don't know. Dirty and shit. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Just yeah, there's a up. dead body in there. But um, and he learns a lot about restraint because the kid is yell- yelling in his face and Dax, his first decision was to punch the kid in the face. He was about to sock him. But then Billy's like, hey, don't hit kids, man. He's like, yeah, you're right. Actually. You're right. God he, damn it. And then he just dunks the kid face into the cake and then they have a food fight. And Katie's like, no parent would just sit there and just cheer for a food fight like that. And they were like participating. No. I've been well, to- Yeah, they were, they were kind of participating or holding up plates like shields. I have like the been to many, <laughs> many children's birthday parties, and all of the moms are dressed to the nines because they're trying to impress the other moms. None of them are throwing cake or food at each other. <laughs> I don't care what no. podunk town you live in. They're not throwing cake. That ain't a thing. Well, and they would get mad like, hey, that was a $50 cake. Absolutely. You're just throwing that around. No one's eating it. What the fuck? Right. So who's going to pay me for that <laughs> cake that was not eaten? I'm, I'm gonna eat my money. <laughs> Just yep. looking around. Is it you, Monkey Man? Are you paying for, for the cake? Did you destroy? So, one of the last tasks um, that Billy has Dax do well, they stop for hot dogs. And then Dax 
hears someone just kind of groaning around the corner and he goes and he sees this English man. He's down on the ground. He thinks that he's just drunk at first. He's like, oh, sleep it off, drunkie. <laughs> Which I wouldn't say that out loud, but I'd be thinking that if I saw somebody just behind a dumpster. But then he finds out that the Englishman was robbed and these punk kids took his like ring that he was going to pass down to his son. He doesn't care about the money. He just wants the ring. And Dax actually goes up to the kids, confronts them about it, and then uses his size for once for, the, for a good reason and scares these tiny little children. They're like, eh, this ring's stupid anyway. And then they leave. So hooray, Dax did the right thing for once and didn't need pushing or anything like that. And so Billy's like, well, I think you're ready. And tells Dax that, well, the job that we're going to pass to you is you're going to work with Santa Claus. And he's like, who? Who's Santa Claus? Yeah, Santa Claus. He's like, okay, you don't have to lie, Billy. Come on, just tell me the truth, what what it is. And he doesn't really believe them. And it takes Santa popping up and being like, yeah, man. So that English dude, that was me. And I really want you to work for me because I think you, you got what it takes. And he's like, so he's a a bit apprehensive at first and then we get a sweet ass flashback and we find out that he was happy dax was happy at one point in his life until he was framed for stealing money from the youth center hey the same youth center from the beginning of the movie and everybody's like yeah you stole money because you're a dirty old kid and it's like no i didn't I, i love this place why would i steal money from it and he find out that the dude in charge of the play, he stole the money and told Dax right to his face. He's like, no one's going to believe you because you're a stupid old kid and I'm an adult. So, man, and he leaves. And so they actually kicked Dax out. And Dax has been very hardened and jaded since then for good reason. Like I said, I'd burnt that place down before then. But that's good job, Dax, for not destroying that place before. So Dax actually accepts the position of Santa's little helper, and he gets there to Christmas Town, Christmas Town, what the fuck? The North Pole. <laughs> I call it Christmas Town. So um, Eleanor pops back up, and Katie was like, is this when the fucking villain's gonna do something? And it it was has like, literally know, like been in. the whole fucking movie to this point. Like, She was there for a second at that Chuck E. Cheese and then left and did nothing. Like, She hasn't been sabotaging all of his moments for the rest of this movie yeah he kind of she kind of didn't need to he he basically like failed every challenge and then like wrote off the fail afterwards you know yeah, like the it was food just fight like, was a fail she didn't have to like force him into that Not it just really. felt like the villain was like oh yeah we're getting close to the end let's throw in the villain like we yes. forgot about this it was, like, just, right. it was a curious decision to have such a limited role for her yeah yeah either expanded or not even have her in it i don't whatever wwe yeah Yeah. they could have had way more of Paige because she's great so or less Paige pulls out a giant scroll and she's like hey i challenge you to the position of santa's little helper and the winner will be decided through a obstacle course because santa claus has an obstacle course because all the elves have to do this for reasons that makes perfect sense yeah for reasons <laughs> it's to keep yep. their physical fitness up so they don't sure. die because all they eat is fucking cookies yeah you're right they sure do eat a lot of cookies that's all they eat <laughs> and candy canes yeah candy corn yeah syrup. <laughs> yeah. yeah so dax is like i got this you know i do uh i forgot he didn't say tough mutter uh he talks about some Something challenge like that yeah. yeah he's like i do a challenge every year i got this but Eleanor, like, has been doing this obstacle course for years. And her, and dad, her dad, like, ran it. Yeah, so she knows the ins and outs. 
So we have a cool little montage of obstacle course shenanigans. And Paige is just straight up just cheating. She's like attacking him while he's trying to like survive through the, the obstacle course and almost trying to kill him, honestly. And they get to the end and Dax is actually catching up. And they get to uh, a rope and they're climbing a rope and she just headbutts the fuck out of him. And he just goes down. He's like stuck in the ropes. And then she grabs a, another rope and slides down and she's the winner. And everybody's like, oh man, Eleanor won. And Santa, his old goofy face, he like shows no emotion at first. And he smiles and just kind of nods his head. And I was like, some bitch has got something up his sleeve. So um, Dax, he actually returns home because he doesn't have anything to do. And you know, Billy's like, hey, we can find something for you to do. You know, it sucks that Eleanor's in charge or second in command, but we'll find something for you to do. And we find out that Dax took the little magic bell. So the whole time Billy was in Earth, she was using this magic bell to make magical things happen. So Dax takes it. And so he's going to use the bell to save the youth center, which, hey, that's a good reason to use crazy Christmas magic. And so he actually uses the bell to bring the uh, the person in charge of the youth center there. And he says, like, this dude's been stealing money from the youth center for all of these years, and he's a piece of shit. And he stole the money, and then he went to, what, what the Bahamas, and he was just going to wait it out. Yeah, the, the, I think Cayman Islands is what yeah. he's in. And so he teleports him all the way back, and he's just in flip-flops and shorts, and he's like, what the fuck am I? And then he's like, take him away, boys. And the cops take him. And I'm like, hooray, he did it. Um, his old boss is like, well, we're still going to like tear this place down because you still owe money. So as long as you have the money right now, we're fine. We'll let you go. And Dax is about to ring the bell again to just make money appear, which someone should have questioned anything about that. But then Santa comes up and he shakes his head. He's like, no, you're on your own for this one, bud. And so Dax, he actually gives a really good speech to rally the community and Katie actually said the community should actually been standing in front of the youth center the whole time yeah without Dax's like speech. urging yeah it should have been well, there was there was caution tape in front of them <laughs> so it was it was you know holding them back and stuff right and okay if anybody's gonna question the the money appearing via North Pole magic they didn't question at all this dude just showing up in a Hawaiian shirt with a with a drink like just poof in the middle of the youth center thing. They're not like, oh my God, how did he get here? They're just like, oh, okay, he's here now. Hey, look at that guy. What an not idiot. Not to mention the cops automatically believing the story and immediately arresting the guy. Right. They seem like, well, I mean, he is in All right. beach they attire. Let's, Let's just arrest him. him. Let's take him in. Yeah. What? Yeah. Without a shred it. of proof other than this man's <laughs> statement, we're going to arrest you now. Yeah, you're going away for a long well, that time. That explains everything. We're good here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going away for a long time, you son of a bitch. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so. Dax does the speech and everyone's happy and he kind of uses his own little magic and tells his old boss that like, hey, I know a lot of shit. So if you try to shut this place down now, I'm just going to start saying things and you are going to go to prison. And he's yes, like, oh, blackmail is indeed magical, Otis. Yes, yes it is. It fucking is. Hey, <laughs> it stopped that wrecking that, that machine from tearing that place down. And <laughs> the boss is like, this isn't over. You poor son of a bitch and runs off. <laughs> And then we find out that Eleanor, um, she actually didn't really win the position because there's a tiny little rule in the rule book. And it says that you have to actually be 
what uh sporting a good sport yeah a good sport in the whole situation yeah obviously because you were kicking this man multiple times yeah headbutting him and making him hit his testicles on things that was not sporting (laughs) so you lose and so eleanor is like and huffs and stomps away so uh yeah she'll probably do something else evil consider well you're assuming there's gonna be like a second one to this (laughs) there's a little helper too Sequel. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. God, God willing, there's not going to be a sequel to this movie. <laughs> and so uh, Dax, oh, Santa's like, hey, so I know there's someone here that is perfect for the position. And Dax kind of understands. He nods his head. It was Billy. And he says that he was testing Billy this whole time. And so the whole, hey, I want you to like teach this guy to not be a piece of shit. Like, hey, see? You're good at managing things. And I was like, oh, that makes way more sense than Dax getting the job. But sure uh, does. yeah, like Billy, I guess Dax helped Billy get better in some way. I don't know. I don't think he did. Hell, I don't know. And well, so- just proved like her leadership qualities, despite her like low self-esteem about her round ears. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. like, yeah, your ears are hot. And she's like, Ooh, you're just really saying you're so beautiful and she was you like, should oh, smile really? more it makes you prettier what <laughs> yeah but yeah and then they kiss hooray he doesn't have a home or money but he got a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> priorities well, now he's gonna move to the north pole yeah he should. they're gonna yeah. find him a job somewhere at the north pole oh that means everybody's gonna think he's like dead Hey, you remember that dude came to save the youth center and he just disappeared oh, afterwards? Nobody likes him. It's fine. The youth center people do. No, they don't. No, they kind they of They liked him for a second because he saved it, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't actually, they don't actually right. give a fuck Thanks, dickhead. <laughs> and then they go inside. Yeah. Your fault that we're in this spot in the first place, man. Right? I hate you. Bye. So that was Santa's little helper. It's, it's a movie. So, Katie, who's your favorite character in Santa's little helper? Billy! She was the best. Um, yeah, the Miz was a douchebag. Paige was a douchebag. Santa, fucking, I don't know who they got to do the makeup and the costuming, but his beard was just atrocious. That is awful. Billy, she was so good. She was the only person in the film who could act at least a little bit. So her she still had the the like wwe like oh i'm not i'm not saying she was a good actor delivery i'm not saying she was a good actor but she was better than the miz and Paige and santa so yeah billy (laughs) yeah uh billy by default (laughs) (laughs) there's there's no one in this film that actually does particularly outstanding job and Everyone else is pretty much either very neutral or very detestable. She's the only one that pretty much so she's the one that pretty much bats a thousand. <laughs> you didn't have to do it's it's like she's it's like she's the defense on a football team and all the interceptions were thrown right into her lap. She didn't yeah. have to really she she just had to be in the right spot at the, yeah. at the right time to be effective. Just needed to be alive. Right. She just, <laughs> just needed to be just a bit above neutral. She, she was the best of the neutral options. She put her hands out. 
That made it better. She breathed. <laughs> she breathed nicely. She showed up to work. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, Sarah, who's your favorite character? Um, so I'm going to say Mrs. Claus for foisting cookies on everyone. <laughs> like violently so. Just like, dang, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> those were the only parts that kind of made me like smile a little bit. Uh, yeah, Billy, Billy and Mrs. Claus, they were really fun, but yeah, B- Billy, she was like, like the best part, honestly. I love me some Miz, but I don't know when this movie compared to all the other films because I know he did what Marine two through six. I think the first Marine was John Cena, and then he did them all afterward, and I think. The Marine Two, huh? Not he was not Marine Two. No. Oh no, that was um. Ted DiBiase Jr. Yes, he. So he he did three, three and on. Marine Three was 2013. Okay, so I think Miz does better. And go figure, he's a wrestler. I think action is probably more of his style. Like look at The Rock. (laughs) Uh, He does have serious moments in his movies, but it's usually comedy with a lot of action with his films and that's what the rock excels at john cena seems to be the better of not having to do action all the time though he does do a ton of action movies but he's absolutely hilarious but um, yeah he's great in train wreck playing a straight guy up against all of the color comedies and stuff yeah like so <laughs> i don't know this this movie wasn't horrible for the miz but action wise he's way better <laughs> action wise and but He's hilarious. Uh, if you need someone to make himself look stupid and, you know, have a reason to boo him and laugh at him, Miz is the pro at that. He is like the best. Well, his the beginning of the movie character is his is his in-ring character, like just yeah. the smarmy, uh, well-connected, all the richness, whatever kind of guy. And he turns really quickly into the... You know, ooh, I'm I'm gonna do whatever I can to get this job, uh, for for no really like real reason. I mean, yes, he lost all of his stuff, but it's like a a light switch that he's just like, okay, I'm gonna stop being a jerk now, and I'll be super nice and fun. And I'm wondering a little bit how much of of me watching wrestling colored my interpretation of him trying to be a nice guy, where I'm like, nope, nope, he's not a nice guy. Nope, don't don't trust him. He said you were beautiful. No, it's a lie. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust him. <laughs> he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Yeah, you hit the hit it right on the head. So uh Greg, who was your least favorite character? Santa Monica, California. What did you say? The setting was your least favorite character. The entire town of Santa Monica, <laughs> the citizens of Santa Monica, California. I mean, it wasn't just the Miz who was on, on on some certain level of douchery. It was pretty much everyone in that town, for the most part, is dislikable. It's him. And then you go from him to his workplace where you meet his boss, and he's just on another level of douchery. And then you have people constantly coming to his home to remind you, like, hey, your life is over. We're taking all this stuff. Don't forget 
Like <laughs> a, a phone call wouldn't suffice. I mean, no, you have to come to the door and be like, yo, to my door and taunt me about it. Well, I mean, they did try and call him and he, he did. He said he wasn't answering his phone for them. Still douchery. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess the kids at the kids shelter are okay, but they're also kids. So, I mean, there's not a lot of it, not, not a lot of endearing things to say about them. Just such a, such a, you you got the vibe instantly from the first 10 minutes that this is just such a very snobbish place to be. Yep. And it's such a shame for it to be like that on Christmas. Can't you just turn right. down the can't you turn down the douchery just a little bit? Nope. Over the holidays, not yeah. at all. You have, to, you have to ramp it up. Yep. Speaking of Santa Monica, I found it strange and and confusing for a sec that if you look at the license plate on the cars that Dax drove. It said the Evergreen State, which is the nickname for Washington. So I had to make sure and go back to the beginning and make sure it was actually taking place in California from the street signs. I that threw me off. Just an aside. Yeah, he was. It was uh, a weird portrayal of L.A. Well, that could be adding to the douchery that like vehicle registration is cheaper in Washington, but I doubt that anyone at WWE or whoever the writer was had that much forethought. Yeah. <laughs> Because especially because they were sports cars, like yeah. those would be very expensive. Yeah, Santa Monica is, was yeah yeah not a not a great place. <laughs> In actuality, it's decent. Yeah, I've been there. I enjoyed my time. <laughs> I actually enjoyed my time there very much. Seems nice from what I experienced that one brief weekend, but um. They just gave you the worst parts of it there, didn't they? Yep. And do they actually, would Santa Monica even have a shelter for those kids? Like, that doesn't strike me as the type of place that actually would. Well, a youth center, sure, like a YMCA type of thing, sure. That wasn't a YMCA. Well, no, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a a home. It was a, it was like a community center. Yeah, it's like a boys and girls club. And, and do activities and then you go home. So yeah, those those, Those exist places here. exist in even affluent uh, communities. But Santa Monica specifically, we're yeah. going to do some research there. But until we do, not only is Santa Monica douches, they're also liars. Yeah. Another reason to dislike them. I think they only said it in Santa Monica because it had Santa in the name. They couldn't have gone with any of the there. other Santas in <laughs> fucking California. There's like yep. 800 of them. Did not think about that. Yep. That's lame. That's lame. Take as much as you want, babe. Yeah. Y'all discussing food over there? Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh Sarah, who is your least favorite character? Um, for me it's a toss-up between the embezzlement guy, because fuck that dude. Um, especially you know, using everyone's least favorite line line of no one's gonna believe you. Um and then the transporter dude, like he had way too much screen time for being a really minor character. More and than Paige. nothing, nothing. Yeah, he was on screen more than than Paige uh, Eleanor. Um, and nothing he did necessarily added to the plot. It was like, I don't know, like the, like stage dressing. Like they were trying to make it pretty, but no. Um, and then I 
would like to be honest this movie kind of put me to sleep a little bit so the whole point where he was like in dax's house wearing dax's clothes i have no idea what the fuck he was doing and then billy like finds him and she's like go back to the north pole take off his clothes what are you doing and i'm like seriously though what are you doing bro why are you here right now why are we wasting like five minutes of this 90 minute movie on you with this imposter syndrome of wearing dax's fucking clothes it was like it was supposed to be his inadequacy and then billy like hyping him up to make him feel like he's worthy like worth something basically just further proving that she is good to be the ho 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 okay but it's the same skill set you know like she didn't prove herself in a different area she's just she's gonna walk around and like build up people's confidence to do their own jobs okay like there's a whole logistic side to this job that i'm not sure billy can handle because we didn't see how she organizes things yeah they barely talk about the logistics side of it yeah it was weird he mentions like you know we said that this movie had nothing to do with amazon but santa mentions like he needs somebody that can run the north pole like amazon yeah (laughs) but we didn't touch on that the rest of the movie (laughs) yeah well my least favorite character was the charity thief the guy who embezzled money from the boys and girls club because like that's a super dick fucking move yep and he did it at christmas and he blamed it on like 15 year old dax like what the fuck yep why are you even in that job originally in the first place to get money it's not there was enough in the endowment for him to go to the cayman islands yeah somebody's gonna come along and try and victimize that youth yeah but he could have been in any other fucking job and made more money like not enough to go away to the Cayman Islands for the rest of his life. I think he could have probably. If he had worked Dax's shitty job that he had at right. the beginning of the movie and stolen from that company, he'd be a bajillionaire. So and I'm gonna put myself in a working situation with kids when I hate kids. Yeah. Yep. Hey, it's you, Greg. No, 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 no. See, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> I knew that we were gonna. I knew that was gonna get brought up. It's different, slightly different. No, I know I that guy fucking sucks though. <laughs> All right, Otis, who's your least favorite? Uh, probably the dude that stole money from the kids. That's pretty shitty. Uh, the kids that stole money from honestly, people that steal from other people in this movie, because they got the kids that whomped up normal Santa Claus, beat his ass. I guess they were elves or not real, but uh, yeah, they thought they were hot shit. Uh, with a drop kick those little asses well the Miz just like stood up up next to them and they freaked out he bucked up at the Miz like he was really gonna do something like do you not see like the difference here like yeah right I'm gigantic sir what are you doing (laughs) have some Um, perspective right Uh, but yeah just people that steal from people that's usually pretty shitty so all the reason I hate this town yep so everywhere you went (laughs) So let's do seven word synopsis. Uh, I have one. Uh, damn, come back to me, Katie. Look, this fool. <laughs> Paige is an absolutely god awful actor. That was a shit show. Um, expectations were low. 
turned out pretty okay. And then Santa should have fired that bitch right away. Yeah, he should have just got Eleanor out of there. Yeah, like I said that like four different times during the movie. I was like, why doesn't Santa just fire her ass? Like, you don't want her in that position. Fire her. You, you run Santa. the whole show. You are the rules. Like, what's what's right? What's, like, this ain't no. It's not a democracy. Right. Here's your severance package. It's six cookies in a box. Get the <laughs> fuck out. Well, you know, maybe, maybe this again giving WWE writers way too much credit, but maybe because there were other elves that didn't believe Billy could do it, he staged this entire thing just to make sure that they would be okay with her in that job. That's true. Like they didn't necessarily want Eleanor, but they were like, well, you know, Billy's deformed. So obviously she can't do the job either. <laughs> She's a freak. So I don't really know how I feel about her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I got mine. Uh, Paige should have been healed from beginning. Like we see her just kind of meh, being smarmy in the corner of, I don't know, a couple of scenes. five minutes. And then there's like 45 minutes of nothing from her. She should have been just there fucking up all the plans from the beginning. We should have mm-hmm. seen more of her be like, oh, that's the villain. Okay. Until we get to the end. It's like, uh. so I guess she wasn't really that bad, bad. She just realized like, oh, I got, I got work to do. I'm going to get him later. <laughs> Finishes all her work and she's like, yeah, let me go to that Chuck E. Cheese real quick and talk shit to him. Dumb. So it got weird. She, she popped up too late. Yeah. Katie. I did mine. Oh, Greg. Uh, two. WWE couldn't afford better quality elf ears. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Those things are like the wrong skin tone for everyone. <laughs> be such a, a well-off company such a you know you just i expect more from you as far as the makeup well okay that's been a theme throughout this more money if they wanted to they could have yeah that, that's been a theme throughout though uh, for us of of lacking in the makeup quality mm-hmm. for this whole movie they could have could have spent more on like an actual artist or team they have the resources to make these films better, and they're just like, ah, that's good it. enough. <laughs> We're WWE, so we get attention. That's it's it's good enough. Yeah. yeah, we'll still make money. We're good. Yeah, tons of money. Jesus. Um. Uh, and the mini trials for Santa's magical servitude. Be <laughs> <laughs> <Andy> boss. <laughs> right. Imagine how fat the Miz would get if all he ate was fucking cookies. Well, if you got Billy over there being a personal trainer to him, then maybe not. Although he, she was also personally training Santa, and that doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, and she was an elf, so it's like different. I would assume different metabolisms and shit. <laughs> elf metabolism <laughs> via Santa metabolism. It's all magic, man. I don't know. Yep. Okay, uh, Sarah. Job search results in really bad acting. <laughs> I like it. That was actually a legit synopsis. That was really good. <laughs> so, from what I saw, this movie came out November 17th, 2015. Man, it's like six years old. I could not find a budget. I like to think that WWE probably didn't want anyone to know how much people money know they how spent. much they spent. Just like with probably the Marine movies. I don't know. 
more and more they get more and more ridiculous. Shawn Michaels is in like the last one and he's super kicking people, helping out the Miz and shit. But yeah, there was no budget or box office for it. I want to say this one came straight. Well, I think all of them are straight to DVD. Yeah, direct to DVD. So. Yeah. And this DVD looks like a porno. Yeah, yeah. when Katie saw the cover, she's like, that's a porn. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, there was, like oh, yeah, we totally skipped over that part where those old ladies were objectifying the Miz. That was as close as yeah, we got to stripper. the porno. Yeah, reverse objectifying. That was weird. Or oh, when I Eleanor, like, you're naked. Or when Eleanor, like, shook her little elf butt to get the transporter guy to do whatever the fuck. I like, well, I talked about that because she's using her ears seductively, her weird colored fake elf ears. Yeah. But yeah, there was one of Ms.'s trials was to apparently go seduce a bunch of old ladies. Yeah, get them moving. I get those hearts pumping. It worked. I can't hear you with your shirt on like that. <laughs> I was like, oh lord, right? <laughs> like, oh no. Some old ladies do be like that though. They don't give a fuck. They old. I'm like, well, yeah, they're at the end of their life. They they're gonna put me fuck. in old people jail. I'm already there. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have anything else to say about Santa's little helper? You could skip it. Yeah, I'm I'm questioning what the target demographic is for this movie. Like, are they are they hoping that WWE fans will see this as if it's not really for kids? Like, it's not not for kids, but it's not like aimed at kids. Aimed yeah. at kids. So I'm like, who who did you make this movie for? I have no idea. People that want to see Paige and Elf ear, Elf ears for five seconds. Because the second half of the movie, when she comes back, they're under a a beanie. She doesn't even have the fake ones on anymore. They didn't have enough elf ears for everybody, so they had to right. they had to cover everybody's ears. That's why everybody had hats on. They're like, we don't got enough ears. We got one pair. Yes, yeah, so all of you will have long hair, including the dudes. It's all unkempt, so that we can hide the fact that you don't have fake elf ears. Yep. <laughs> Damn. So cost effective. Yeah. Fucking mess. <laughs> then they had to pay for the beanies. Oh god, the beanie budget was absurd in this movie. They probably just had them all bring them from home. <laughs> no, they matched. They were the same crochet pattern. So unless whoever they were the all beanie, whoever does the costumes for wrestlers uh crocheted all those in one yes. night. Right. The lady in the back. Oh god, I gotta make 45 of these. Just <laughs> hey everybody, talk to your moms, have them crochet you a hat. It's gotta be mm-hmm. this shade of red and this shade of green. <laughs> Somebody's still fuck it up. I kind of like those beanies. I ain't gonna lie. It looks like a nice beanie. I get one. <laughs> Maybe not the warmest, but it, it looked good. <laughs> okay. So, if you have any other questions about WWE and making Christmas films, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So, this, like I said before, this is episode 21. We got four more, right? 25? Mm-hmm. Four more Christmas films. Uh, I know there's a good one coming up. Uh, there's one with Bruce Campbell in it. I'm excited about that. And then there's a really old one coming up. So, um, but no, but stick with us. So we're almost to the end, and then it'll be the new year, and then we're gonna do some different genres and stuff. We'll do westerns. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another Christmas film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Year-round good weather, and they got the nerve to be that douche on Christmas.